Welcome to the Craft of Shadows podcast, based on the novel The Jewel of Nineveh by Dewish Basiti. Discover new content and subscribe to receive updates at craftofshadows.com. Now, on with the show. Chapter 15, King of Thieves. Hmm. Well, you might have a bit of help in that regard. Now that you're all stitched up, I can tell you that you aren't the first thief to come here today looking for help. What? Who's here? The old man stood up stiffly and led the thief to a pair of crates with a third stacked on top. Can you move them? The thief put his hands to the top one to slide it, but it wouldn't budge and he flinched as his wound flared up. Too heavy for me. They ought to be. They're full of rocks. You don't want anyone moving them? Why? I'll show you one of my secrets. See these pipes here? Turn this handle clockwise. Press it in, then turn it anti-clockwise. The thief did as he was bidden, and with a grinding of metal and a plume of steam, the three immovable crates rose into the air, propelled from underneath by an iron frame. There was an opening under the crates, with stairs leading down. A cellar? An entrance to the sewers. Well, to a hidden path to them in any event. Go and have a look. Manu went down the stairs into a small room with barrels along one wall and a sprawl of rugs in the corner. Seated on the rugs, reading a book, was the King of Thieves. The cowl was drawn back, but the leather mask was still bound tight with straps tied behind the head and black curls falling down past the shoulders. Vashir's voice came from the top of the stairs. I'll leave you two in peace. Shuffling footsteps moved away. Welcome, Manu. The hoarse rasping was less pronounced. Welcome yourself. Last time I saw you, it was disappearing into a smoke bomb. I thank you for that, for it helped me make my own escape. There were many people on guard there. The thieves' den is not the place to slip out unnoticed without someone seeing you. A little mouse showed me a hole and I hid in their house until all the noise died down. Manu was sure he saw an eyebrow flicker behind the mask. Very well. You're entitled to your privacy. I will not pry. I sought out refuge with Bashir, as I knew he would be the one person whose loyalty would not waver. I must confess, the suddenness of the coup surprised me. I knew Simak had his eye on the throne. But what decent thief doesn't seek to take what he doesn't have? No, it was a support he gained from others that I had not anticipated. That kind of loyalty is seldom earned amongst our kind. It is far more commonly bought. I just do not understand where Simak could have gotten enough money 
to pay for those rogues to stand against me. And who is with you? Simak called it right when he said a single thief looks at two men standing together and feels outnumbered. I saw those who stood with Simak that day, but of the others that did not act, I cannot be sure who would support me or who was just waiting to see which party prevailed. Simak wants me dead as well, to claim the reward for catching the assassin, so that means we have a shared enemy. The King of Thieves nodded. Things changed when you arrived. Simak must long have been preparing for this. At least his master has changed allegiances. His master? I've spent the afternoon entertaining the Grand Vizier in the Sultan's Palace. The Sultan's Palace? Do you just come and go at will? Manu started a laugh that was cut short as his stitches pulled at him. This time I was uh, invited. The Grand Vizier proved to be a very talkative fellow, although I am now wondering if he wanted me to know things or just to believe them, for an as yet unknown intent, such as the assassination contract was at the behest of the Grand Vizier and forms part of his plan to encourage war with Nineveh and then grasp control of the city. My job would be to assassinate the Sultan and then vanish. In turn, my reward would be your throne and his support, which would transfer from his current servant, Simak. Simak? Doubly traitorous dog. To betray one of his brothers to snatch their rank is understandable, and given how I ascended the ranks, an admirable ambition. The betrayal to the city above hurts, and I do not think it will be forgiven if word gets out. Even outside our guild, the common people look to us to provide a redistribution of wealth when the rich just get richer and every hardship falls on the poor alone. Not sure I share all your kindly philosophies, but the death of Simak we agree on. Similarly, although I am being forced to be a puppet, I wager you'll not sit idly by as the city burns in a war with Nineveh. The eyes behind the mask narrowed into slits. No, I will not, though I have my own plans to pursue to that end and do not intend to be your direct collaborator. I could use your help getting into the treasury. The King of Thieves laughed hoarsely, then broke off coughing. Advice I can give you, but no more. Manu slumped down beside the King of Thieves, his head bowed. I've got people trying to kill me from all directions. And even if I survive them all, I probably won't profit out of it. Seems like most of my life I've been chasing something that is just out of reach, while someone else is chasing me with a knife pointed at my back. The King of Thieves nodded slowly. All our lives are like that. Just like you, 
I grew up alone on the streets, learning to steal just to keep myself alive. I've not been able to trust anyone enough to show them my back, and I've stabbed enough of them myself in order to get the throne. We find ourselves at a crossroads, both of us. What say you that we walk the same path together for a while? The King of Thieves sat very still, so quiet that Manu could hear nothing but his own breathing. Why did you stand up for me, Manu, when Simak staged his coup? Manu chewed on his lip and rubbed the edge of his boot against the ground. Two times in my life people have shown faith in me when there was no need to do so. My master found me in the burned-out wreckage of a city destroyed by war, and you freed me in the thieves' court. Both times the people said they saw something in my eye. I honoured my master until the day we parted company, and I felt bound to do the same to you. A thief with honour? Interesting. Manu wagged a finger at the King of Thieves. Don't spread it about. I have my reputation to consider. Explain your proposal in more detail. Manu sucked through his teeth. The way I see it, we share a big problem and some smaller problems that are in the way of the big problem. The big problem being Arshon? Yes, he is jerking my strings and I don't like being controlled. I was foolish to make myself so visible to powerful people and I'm paying the price for that now. I'm a pawn in his plans to create war with Nineveh, something you are willing to fight against. We are agreed on that. The smaller problems, like CMAC's coup of the Thieves' Guild, will simply make our dealing with the big problem harder. It is difficult enough dealing with Arshan's schemes without constantly looking over our shoulders for assassins. Manu raised his tunic and pointed to his bandages. That is what a simple stroll through the city in daytime costs me. One of Simak's men? One less of Simak's men. He patted the katara strapped to his thigh. The old man has a scheme to help me deal with the Grand Vizier's assassination plan. He needs some plans to do it and some time to build. We don't know how fast Arshan's plots are evolving, so we can't waste any time. We need to break into the treasury and steal those plans. While the old man works on them, we'll have an opportunity to settle things with CMAC, and both of us want that. The King of Thieves nodded slowly, then extended a gloved hand, which Mano shook firmly. What have we got to work with? You, me, the old man, and my apprentice. It's more than I normally have for a job. It's not a normal job. The King of Thieves acknowledged with a nod. You have a plan? I don't know the treasury, 
so I need to examine it. The problem is that many guards saw me there, being escorted out by the vizier's men. Any one of them could hand me in for the sultan's reward. That only leaves the old man or the kid. But neither of them have the experience to know what to look for. They just don't have the training. You are forgetting someone. Who? You? You can cow your mask at night and hide in the shadows. But we need to visit the treasury by day to see how people get in and out. There is no way you'd not be spotted as someone suspicious. They wouldn't allow a masked man to wander about without stopping for, for interrogation. You've not paused to wonder how I escaped the coup at the thieves' den, with so many guards at the doors and no secret exits, or wondered why I was the most revered assassin in the guild, able to reach any target unnoticed and disappear at will. Manu frowned at the king of thieves. How did you escape? Was it magic? The king of thieves laughed, low, rich and husky, with no trace of the hoarse rasp. I took off my mask. Manu fell back against the carpets and started to crawl backward, heels and elbows pushing to get away from the king of thieves, who stood up and advanced on him, gloved hands reaching back to untie the mask. The mask fell to the floor. No. Mano looked away, covering his face, then peeped between his fingers. You, you're beautiful. The king of thieves laughed again and shook her hair, loose black curls framing lightly bronzed cheeks, dark eyes and full lips. She peeled off her gloves and cast them down upon the mask. And now you see how I could pass unnoticed at any time I choose? Well, um, I'd notice you for sure. Manu gave her a wink. She chuckled. You are very kind. Hiding beneath this mask so long, it feels good to have the appreciative eye of a handsome man on me. She unbuckled and unbuttoned her quilted leather jerkin, tight straps that bound the chest, and slipped it off. She wore only a dark vest beneath. See the padded shoulders? Simply that and the warrior's stance, and people think me a man. I was orphaned young, and I kept my hair cut short and my face dirty, so all thought me a boy. It made life on the streets easier. As I grew, however, I developed further signs that betrayed me. She lightly touched her swelling bosom and the flare in her hips. It became necessary to disguise myself more completely. A young girl, alone and without legal protection, would have been taken as a slave, a fate I would not wish on anyone and certainly would not accept for myself. First, I disguised myself as a leper, an excellent costume I have since used on many occasions. 
the fear and revulsion it inspires, keep all away. As I grew, I noticed the work of the Thieves' Guild and how their strict code of conduct kept them from preying on the poor, unlike the rulers of this city. I grew passionate about my people and decided to join the Thieves' Guild and do what I could to help. You took on the mask? Not at first, but one day my disguise was seen through and they tried to take me by force. She raised her chin and drew a finger along a short scar across her throat. I survived and they did not. But when the wound had healed, I no longer had the voice of a young girl. I find it alluring. Manu propped himself up on his elbows, looking from the discarded pieces of armour to the half-clad woman before him. Exotic. Enchanting. Hatra inclined her head to him and smiled. I built a story, an allegory of the life I lived. It was the cruel rule of those in the high city that stole from me the chance to walk abroad with my own face. The heavy burdens of the people torture their daily lives. So I became a man tortured and disfigured by the Grand Vizier, my face brutally stolen and forced to hide my shame behind a mask. I supported this myth with my actions and became the fiercest assassin successfully finishing contract after contract, bewildering those with decades more experience by my ability to close on any target, by day or by night, and to leave just as unseen. By taking off the mask. Sometimes, do you not recall the woman watching you as you stopped your victim at the high bridges of the city? That was you? She nodded. Other times, by donning another mask, the leper's disguise, sometimes a young boy or a devout woman with black-veiled face. Very impressive. What do I call you now? My name is Hathra, and I find your daring raid of the Sultan's palace just as impressive. She climbed on top of him, straddling his hips and holding his wrists against the floor. Is this another assassination attempt? Call it thievery. If I see something I want, I take it. Hatra lowered her lips to his, but Manu turned his head so her, so her kiss fell on his cheek. She slapped him and his lips parted to protest. But she took his chin, none too gently, and fiercely bruised his lips with her own. As his reluctance melted, she took his hands at the wrist and held one pressed onto her hip and the other to clasp her breast. With a little encouragement, he began to get into the spirit of things. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Craft of Shadows podcast. 
More details at craftofshadows.com. Copyright 2020, Divush Pasiti and Vinkto Publishing. Title music by Turku, Nomads of the Silk Road, at turkumusic.com.